Hey everyone, it's time for not a live look at the astrology because I'm pre-recording this. Happy Halloween. Uh, this is your look for the astrology of October 31st through November 6, 2022. Yes, we are saying goodbye to October and we are arriving in November this week. I know I can't believe it either. I think I was saying last week that I can't believe it. It's Scorpio season. I feel like I'm still stuck. I don't know, is it September, maybe? But uh, Scorpio season reminds us, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, that the the nights are getting longer, the days are getting colder. And if you could look out the window right now, you would see that the leaves are turning different shades of yellow and gold and brown. And that signals to us that we are in a season of decay. I know that that's a bit of a strong word, but Scorpio is part of the fixed cross. These four signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, the talk about the material world and the manifestation of the material world and all things must die as you know as intense as that as that is but i'm a scorpio i can handle it hopefully you can handle it too but um this week we are not just arriving in november we are in that really interesting point between two eclipses we had a solar eclipse on October 25th. We had a, we will have a lunar eclipse in Taurus on November 6th. So this is that very liminal interstitial point where time bends and where events may be uh, happening. People may be coming in and out of our lives and maybe something feels a bit faded. And that's, I know it's a big word, faded. Um, but there are things that happen in our life that sometimes feel bigger than us. They feel like they are being pulled and orchestrated by something beyond our control. And maybe we're feeling that this week. We've got a lot of stuff going on with the lunar nodes, but we'll get into that in just a moment. Just want to reintroduce myself. My name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. I'm just right outside in Jersey City, New Jersey. And every week we typically gather live, but you know, it's Halloween, time to have a little bit of fun. Um, you know, before we uh, go into before we go into November, but this is a time where the veil is thin, and you know, I was actually having an interview. It's on my Instagram with a fellow psychic medium, and I confess that Halloween's actually not one of my favorite times. And it seems like a very strange thing to say, maybe like a little controversial, because. I'm very sensitive to energy and I'm very sensitive to what's in the astral plane. And sometimes the stuff that's floating around this time of year, it's not fun. But you know, that's just me. Enjoy the season. And that's the thing about Scorpio season that the veil is thin. We are in that not just midpoint, I said earlier, between the eclipses, but we're in that midpo midpoint between the summer solstice and the winter solstice. Again, for those here in the Northern Hemisphere, astrology is very Northern Hemisphere biased. And that midpoint is what the ancients recognized as a very sacred time to commune with the dead, to honor the dead. Uh, we have different celebrations, uh, Samhain, Halloween, uh, Day of the Dead, All Souls Day, where we honor those who have passed. And maybe you've lost someone recently, you know, for me and not, some of you do know that I lost my mother last year, but I had five deaths, five deaths in a year. So this is a time when maybe we're thinking about those who have passed on. And for me, I'm definitely thinking about those 
who have passed on in my life and maybe we feel them closer I could feel my mom around a lot yesterday but um I know it's a bit strange when you have to feel somebody you know um now in spirit but uh yeah my name is Katie Sweetman I'm an astrologer and psychic medium and every week you hear me say (laughs) astrology is 50 percent you are 50%. I was actually having a conversation with somebody last night. And I was trying to explain astrology. He, you know, maybe that's not his jam, as they say, but he was very, he was being very polite and open minded. And I was like, astrology is just a framework. You live in this framework, your body is a framework, time is a framework. It's also Saturnian bywords, by the way. And what do you do with time? How do you live time? How do you live in your body? How do you live in astrology? And I said to him, if you showed me a chart, there's nothing that tells me that that chart is, if you took away the personal details, a person, uh, a building, a dog, uh, an event. Um, And so this is where we need to recognize that astrology is just energy. But when we are in these times uh, around the eclipses, it, it does feel like there's a current, there's a tide that maybe is a little bit bigger than us. And even though we are... 50% of it. Um, Sometimes that pull, that force is greater than us. That's what we can't control everything, can't control time, can't control the forces. Nevertheless, we can exist in it and do our best around these times. So this is the astrology for October 31st through November 6th, 2022. As you heard me say earlier, we are between the eclipses this week. So as we come up to the first quarter moon, probably around the time that I record this, we are in the exact midpoint between the solar eclipse of October 25th at two degrees of Scorpio and the lunar eclipse, which will be November 6th, November 8th at uh, 16 degrees of Scorpio. You were, I was talking a few moments ago about time and frameworks of time. And that's one of the th- reasons I love astrology, and particularly love eclipses so much. And, you know, shameless plug. If you want to do a deep dive on eclipses, why eclipses are so important, why eclipses are one of the headlining astrological events of the year, and then what does it mean for you? And what do these eclipses mean for you? And more importantly, how are they connected to different key moments in time, not just this year, but even going back 2018, 2019, uh, 2013, 2014, 2003, 2004. I know it's a lot of information, but hopefully I, I spun it all well together, but you can get the uh, webinar, <clears throat> excuse me, in the link for the show notes. And uh, you can also uh, watch a clip which is also in the link for the show notes. But it's still really good information, even though we have passed one eclipse and we're coming up to the next one. So this week, things may be coming in and out of our lives. Time is bending. We are shifting into a new time. Uh, The sort of the events that happen around these key moments give us a sense of the time that we're in and the story that's unfolding. Um, the other thing is that, and I, and I meant to say this a few moments ago before we started, Mars is retrograde. <clears throat> it turned retrograde just yesterday, as I record this, it turned retrograde at 25 degrees of Gemini. And Mars is the ruler of Scorpio. So we have the ruler of the season now retrograde. 
So we're in this time where things have taken a little bit of a turn. Retrogrades are not bad. They're just the yin to the yang. They're receptive to active. We have to go in and reflect. And we can't use Mars as we typically do. Mars can run a bit hot. It can be impatient, but it can also be brave and courageous. And it goes after one, what it wants. It has a lot of drive. But retrograde, we have to, let's say, not shoot first, ask questions later. We need to be uh, a little more conscientious about how we are using our will, our power, our drive, the choices that we're making, maybe even our anger and how we use our anger. And sometimes our anger can boil out of us. Sometimes our anger can be destructive. Gemini is uh, Scorpio's eighth sign. Scorpio is the eighth sign and Gemini is Scorpio's eighth sign. Hopefully you followed me on that a little bit, little bit of mental gymnastics. But what that teaches us is that Gemini actually has a lot more in, in common with Scorpio than we would actually give credit. Because Gemini, as Scorpio's eighth sign, teaches us the power of choice. And I mean this in a very, a much broader level, not just, oh, I'm going to choose this, not choose that. I mean, how are our choices creating our lives? How are they shaping relationship? How are they shaping the direction that we take? And sometimes we make choices that aren't always the best. We have free will. Let's exercise it well. And so Scorpio talks about the duality of life. It's light and dark, life and death. Both exist, both need each other. You cannot separate the two. Ask any Scorpio and they understand that there is darkness in this world. We all have darkness inside of us. And maybe you're like, oh, Katie, I don't have darkness. You have darkness inside of you because that's just the, how the world is created. And Scorpio says that even though we have this inside of us, we have to be very conscientious about how we use it. And maybe we have bad days and maybe we have to take that moment to stop and reflect before we say something or send that email or send that DM or start an argument, pick a fight. Maybe we need to be like, you know what? Maybe this is not the best way of communicating or negotiating or sharing my feelings. And sometimes when, when things are very emotionally charged, Things just come out of us and sometimes words can cut, they can slice, they can destroy. And so this is a season now with Mars retrograde where we need to be really reflective on that. Mars is square Neptune. Wherever Neptune is and whatever Neptune is aspecting, that planet is a spiritual work. And to make Mars a spiritual work is to purify. I know that word's we're fine. Maybe that's a better word. Mars of its, let's say, less than helpful expressions. Of course, we all have Mars and we can use Mars like a weapon. We can bludgeon people. We can take what we want. We can run people over and not care about the consequences. But there are consequences. And maybe that's where we have to really look at our Mars and our relationship with Mars a little bit differently. Uh, until January 12th. Yeah, January 12th, Mars is retrograde and Gemini. 
but we'll have different uh, phases of this Mars retrograde, especially once Scorpio, once the sun leaves Scorpio and goes into Sagittarius. And then it'll be a very different, you know, more in our face because Gemini is the opposite sign of Sagittarius. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about this week. So I was talking about how we are hitting the first quarter moon. It's, a, it's an important check-in point with this eclipse season. And then we go into November 2nd. Venus, by the way, has been in Scorpio. And although Venus is not traditionally at home in Scorpio, it is a placement where Venus has to be courageous, where it has to be intimate and vulnerable. But there is this other side to Venus in Scorpio, which is about power and transactional relationships and control and obsession and sometimes the destructive side of love. But there is duality. That's what Mars and Gemini or Gemini teaches us. There is duality. Um, so you can have this very powerful Venus in Scorpio that's about trust and, um, you know, really getting into the deepest uh, parts of, a, of, of an intimate connection between two people or, or more. So Venus conjunct the South Node on uh, November 2nd. The south node is part of the lunar nodes, and these two points in the sky make eclipses happen. So the lunar nodes, um, and sometimes I talk about the lunar nodes with clients, and I'm like, what? I have no idea what the lunar nodes are. Um, these are two mathematical points. It's the, where the moon intersects with the ecliptic as it goes around the Earth. And if you put those two points into an astrological chart, they're very powerful. This is the axis of fate. These, from an astronomical standpoint, the lunar nodes make eclipses happen. So since January 2022, the lunar nodes have been in Taurus and Scorpio. So that tells us that the eclipses are going to be in Taurus and Scorpio. So when we had Taurus season, the new moon on April 30th was a solar eclipse because it lined up with the ecliptic. Six months later, here we are, the solar eclipse on October 25th lined up with the south node because the south node's in Scorpio. One of the ways to look at it is that the north node is like true north. It's, there's a sense of direction. It's things coming into our life. It's things that we um, are learning. But the south node is a point of release. It's where things are, we're letting things go, things are leaving our lives. There's this, a sense of karma and these deeper lessons and maybe these deeper instincts and memories that can be in the south node of the moon. And wherever the south node is, that's where we all, all, all are collectively doing our work. So for example, while the south node was in Sagittarius 2020 going into January 2022, I think it was May of 2020, um, we were doing our collective work around Sagittarius. What is truth? What do you believe in? What's your convictions? What do you stand for? Law, justice, equity, fairness, travel, lack of travel. Now it's in Scorpio and now collectively we need to do our Scorpio work, which is our shadow work, which is where we have to look deep within personally, collectively. And look at the parts of ourselves that maybe aren't helpful. And maybe we need to shine a light on those personal parts and turn that shadow into light. That's the work of spiritual alchemy and spiritual evolution that you can see in the highest expression of the Scorpio archetype. 
But that said, when a planet conjuncts the node, south node, north node, but in this case, the south node this week, we have a bunch of planets hitting the south node this week, things may be leaving our life. People may be coming in and out. Somebody comes in, but there's a sense of it's connected to something from the past, or maybe it's connected to a lesson, or maybe somebody's just leaving. Then we get to, I believe it's November 5th, and Venus op uh, makes an opposition to Uranus. So Venus, um, Venus rules Taurus, which is where Uranus is located. So we have this you know, high tension aspect and it's on the south node it's making opposition opposition to uranus in advance of the november 8th lunar eclipse so we might get a little bit of a preview of next week next week's um, lunar eclipse there may be something about relationships and connection and a need you know uranus is very unsentimental a need to break from something and maybe break from something that's not working so that something new can come in. Uranus's time in Taurus is a larger evolution in our relationship with money, income, material stability, material security, value, even our relationships with our bodies, being in our bodies, seeking out uh, pleasure, allowing ourselves pleasure, Taurus. Um, so there's this, this theme that's being activated this week that's actually been with us since 2018 2019 may 2018 march 2019 when uranus first went into taurus then on also on the fifth the sun the scorpio sun conjuncts the south node we are knee deep in eclipse season uh, eclipse season we have eclipse season every six months so that part is not um that uncommon but their effect on us can be rather uncommon. Uh, you know, life happens around eclipse energy. It's not all bad. People get married, babies are born, uh, people move, uh, people come into our lives. But sometimes we have these major events that really do mark our lives around the eclipses, depending on where the eclipses are falling in our chart. And if you are a Scorpio or Taurus, or maybe even a Leo or an Aquarius, life is a bit loud at the moment. This is not, nothing's happening, Katie. I'm at the beach. Don't bother me. Astrology. This is like capital L life. And we have these moments where it is capital L life, especially if you do have placements, um, you know, rising sign, moon in those four signs. Then on the 6th, on Sunday, November the 6th, Mercury, Mercury's also in Scorpio, it joins the south nodes. We have Venus, Sun, Mercury, all passing through the energies of the south node this week. Release, endings, a need to reach into that deep emotional well or that deep well of memory. And what are the deeper, let's say, motivations that are propelling us? And sometimes we do things without realizing why we're actually doing them. I mean, that's where that Scorpio South Node can come in. Maybe it's even deeper themes around intimacy and vulnerability. And maybe sometimes with relationships, abuse and less than helpful relationships, toxic relationships, toxic connection. Um, and these really sometimes complicated emotions, complicated words and feelings and actions that can happen in life. And, and how do we have the courage and bravery to leave behind an abusive situation, a situation that does not support life, it actually crushes us. 
So it's a pivotal week. It's a week of turning points. Um, but then again, this has already been happening for the past couple of weeks since the solar eclipse and honestly, since the beginning of October. Um, so maybe in the comments, what's been going on for you this eclipse season? What's the story that's been coming up? Um, endings, beginnings, transitions. Maybe it's all good. Great. Fantastic. Um, again, check out my clip for my webinar, The Eclipses for October and November 2022. That clip gives you the introduction to my, actually it was being a three-hour webinar, um, on what eclipses are, and then the rest of the webinar is sort of the deeper points about these eclipses, and then what they mean for each of the 12 signs. So let's look at the astrology for each of the 12 signs uh this is the astrology of october 31st through november 6 2022 starting with aries aries so mars your planet just turned retrograde and you can maybe look at this time as you know pumping the brakes a little bit aries your first inclination is to just forge forward there's nothing wrong with that. You're the sign of courage and bravery and action, but we can't always move forward. So you have this period from now until January 12th, give or take, where you have to, let's say, think before you act, um, be more reflective about the choices that you're making, the direction that you're going, how you're moving. And maybe, especially with Mars in your third, you've been very quick to say things and sometimes say things very quickly in a way that you're not considering just what's coming out of your mouth. So do think about how you communicate, how you listen, how you learn. Do you need to be more of an active listener? Do you need to, let's say, stop before you hit send on that DM or email? Or maybe not have that phone call. Maybe wait a little bit. It doesn't mean you can't. It doesn't mean that everything has to ground to a halt while Mars is retrograde. It's just exercising caution, exercising reflection. That's all. Mars is going to be in this long square to Neptune. And this is a time where maybe you're feeling very emotional and you've got a lot of sensitivities. And you know, maybe you need to think about how you are connected to something greater. And how do you use your words, your actions, your ideas in service to something greater? I don't know, your higher self, higher calling, spirituality, Neptune's in your, in your uh, 12th, for example, maybe even opening up your intuition. That said, Scorpio season for you is a time when you are, as I like to say, in the eighth room. Being in the eighth room, whether it's a season, Scorpio season for you, whether it's a day or a couple of days, the moon going through Scorpio, or maybe longer, is a time when you have to do the deeper work, the deeper examination. With all these planets, Venus, Mercury, and the sun passing through the south node, maybe it's something where something has to, to leave you. And I mean that in the best possible way, because the eighth room is where we can release the stuff that is more self-destructive than self-constructive. Um, and so this could be you know, pa emotional patterns, deeper psychological issues, the parts where the, the parts of you that actively work against you. So be really uh, mindful of what's coming up, 
this is a season, especially with the solar eclipse on October 25th, and then going over the next six months, actually, where you have to do a lot of deep work, deep release, deep purging. I mean this in the best possible way. Um, our time in the eighth room is not meant to be alone, and maybe you need a therapist, maybe you need a counselor or somebody, a trusted confidant, or somebody else to work with, because it is a bit of an emotional time, Aries. Taurus. Taurus, just a little quick check-in. How are you doing? You are a fixed sign. You already had that solar eclipse in Scorpio on October 25th. So you are in a six-month chapter that's about relationship, your relationship with relationships and new relationships and new phases in relationship. Um, that said, you know, this week we are at the midpoint of the eclipses and, and we're a week in advance of a lunar eclipse in Taurus. And especially for those that are born, I believe around May 5th um, ish, give or take, that's where you're really getting that highlight that lunar eclipse on your sun so you're in the spotlight right now and and typically a full moon in this case a lunar eclipse like you have to take action you can't just sort of sit and wait something demands your attention and maybe this is something that's very pivotal and big it is an eclipse after all venus your planet is over in your sign of relationships and it's straddling the nodes this week it's opposing uranus and so this is about relationships maybe it's one of the places that you are really having to react or take action you know maybe maybe it's the start of a relationship maybe it's the end of a relationship maybe a relationship has to pivot grow and evolve venus is opposite uranus for example but maybe it's about releasing some less than helpful uh, uh, aspects of relationship. It could be different um, issues around self-worth and value that just aren't supporting you anymore. Um, but with your planet opposite Uranus this week, really be aware of what's happening around November 5th, give or take, because that's playing into this larger story of uh, reinvention that you've been in Taurus since 2018 and 2019. That said, Taurus, take care of yourself, drink lots of water, get some sleep. It's a very charged, emotional, electric time for you. Gemini. Gemini. So maybe life was a little bit hot and heavy with Mars and Gemini since uh, August 20th. Uh, but now Mars is retrograde. And maybe you've been saying a lot of things and doing a lot of things and, and maybe even having a lot of uh, emotional energy or even anger with Mars in your sign since August. But Mars is retrograde. So you can't quite just keep throwing grenades Gemini maybe you need to take a step back and reflect at how you've been using Mars what have you been going after where is bravery and courage or is it just pure instinct and raw action for example a retrograde requires a deeper sense of awareness and reflection about the things that you've been creating your life going after and maybe even the words that you've been saying um that said scorpio season for you mercury is in scorpio that is your sixth sign and with mercury and scorpio this is a time to get really uh organized to clean up clean out purge um a sense of refining things that maybe are a little 
messy. Um, and maybe this is a time when you've been taking steps to start a project or get back to a project. But it's a bit of a work, a lot of work that's happening right now and, and needing to get things uh, ready, organized, whatever that is. But there's this uh, push and pull that's happening between health and wellness, your earthly life, um, being in the command seat of life, but also opening up and letting go to something beyond this life, which is your spiritual life, uh, a sense of your intuition, um, your spiritual health in, in, in comparison to your physical health. So it's a little bit of an intense time, especially as Mercury, your planet, passes through the south node on November 6th. You know, maybe there's that sense of coming to the end of something, releasing something, a lot of complication, a lot of complicated emotions coming up. Um, and maybe this is all connected to your Mars retrograde. And maybe the, the, the messes that you've created or the, maybe the messes that you need to clean up that haven't been cleaned up cleaned up yet. Uh, nevertheless, this is a, let's say, soul-searching time, a deeply reflective time. And with the lunar eclipse coming up to Taurus, just make sure you are getting some quiet, reflective time. Cancer. Cancer. So I know you've been crossing off the days in your calendar before Saturn leaves your eighth. We are slowly getting there, Cancer. We've got well, five more months left. Um, so Scorpio season for you, Scorpio is your fifth sign. So this is the season for you to get back to yourself. What makes you you? Is it the things that you do that are fun, that are your, your hobbies or leisure? Or is it the stuff that really gets to that part and passion of what you do? And this is something that I talk a lot about my work, maybe more clients than here. It's really important that we nourish the spark that is within us because when we don't, we get burnt out. And if we're just trying to work, 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 do, 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 go, 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 there's no spark. Um, it's going to create some suffering, especially if you've been doing a lot of emotional heavy lifting over the past couple of years. Don't forget to take care of you. Don't forget to prioritize your needs but that said with the south note there with venus and sun and mercury all going through scorpio maybe this is a week to release some let's say self-destructive parts of yourself we all have it we're human beings we have these facets that maybe aren't um, the most supportive of our life but nevertheless they're there and we have these moments to be better to let go of something maybe to stop working against ourselves and, and being more in the creative energies than in the destructive energies. Um, but that said, Mars just turned retrograde in your 12th. Um, Mars in the 12th, it may make you a bit uh, tired right now. Um, Mars, this is not a Mars that's working on the level of the physical plane. It's a Mars that's working outside this physical plane. So it's great for spirituality and meditation and doing a lot of that deep esoteric work. It's, it's a great to be in spiritual service, but this is not a Mars that has a lot of power and drive on this plane to go after what it wants and to you know be in the ego so this is a time where as much as you need to reflect on you there is that sense of like what does this all mean why am i here where am i going and maybe you just need to take a nap <laughs> cancer I, I know it's been a heavy past couple of years but we are coming to the end of this time 
thankfully. And all of this is in advance of a lunar eclipse in Taurus next week. And this is going to put friends, community, social connection, social issues, but also these sort of larger themes that point you towards your future uh, in the spotlight. Um, who is after Cancer? Leo. Leo, fixed sign. You are in the rodeo right now. How are you doing? Let me know, Leo. Uh, it's a big time. And one of the, the four areas, one of the major four areas of your life is in the, in the spotlight right now. Scorpio for you forms the base of your astrology chart. The base, as you can imagine, it creates a sense of support for your life, home, family, roots, foundation. On a more surface level, it's the household. People around eclipses, especially eclipses in what's called your fourth, people move in, people move out. There's sort of these larger themes about family, parents, um, if, you're, if they're still alive, um, needing to take care of family, or maybe just sort of this larger theme about your emotional needs and your emotional connection. So what's happening? Well, it's a lot of movement in the base of your chart. Maybe a lot of emotions are coming up. And these are emotions that are from the past, from childhood, ancestral memory, the sun moves to the south, south node this week. Venus, Venus is a career planet um, and also Mercury. So this is a sense of, let's say, releasing things from your emotional core, your emotional soil that just aren't supporting your life anymore. That said, Leo, Mars, um, which is a key planet in your chart, it turned retrograde on the 30th and it's activating friends, community, social issues, social causes, and maybe something coming up with a friend at this time and, and needing to do it differently, especially as Mars um, makes that long square to Neptune. But all this is in advance of a lunar eclipse in Taurus. This lunar eclipse puts your career in the spotlight. Um, you had a lunar eclipse in Taurus in November of last year, November 19th. So these eclipses, November 8th, 2022, November 19th, 2021, bookend each other. And to really pay attention to how these two periods are linked, even if they're different, but nevertheless, a lunar eclipse in your career sign is maybe creating change in your professional life. Um, Leo, Virgo. Uh, Virgo, so Mercury, your planet, is now in Scorpio. And Scorpio for you is your third sign. And I always feel like uh, Virgo is a secret Scorpio that needs to sort of analyze and strategize and be about 15 steps ahead of everybody else. Um, so here's Mercury, your, your planet, and it's in this very psychological sign of Scorpio. Maybe you're feeling like you're trying to figure out who you can trust, um, or maybe you're getting to the bottom of mystery. Maybe you're you know, doing a lot of research at this time, uh, but your planet, Mercury, it lines up with Venus and the sun on the south node. So this is about information that maybe helps you let go of something or information that helps you to, let's say, move forward or go in a different direction, or something from the past coming up, something that's helping you get to the bottom of a mystery, or maybe something that's creating a little bit more 
confusion. Um, but this is not a time to have these, let's say, really um, uh, knee-jerk, that's my dog, knee-jerk reaction conversations, but maybe you need to have a long overdue conversation, one that is deep and powerful, restorative, healing, hopefully, or something that really gets to the heart of something from the past. Uh, that said, Mars, which is really feeling a lot of the uh, energy this week, it's in Gemini. Gemini is your career sign. So there's something that's really linked between um, ideas, information, education, conversations, your, with, linked to your professional life, um, your status, the direction that you're taking your life in. But all this is in advance of a lunar eclipse in your ninth. Um, this is really highlighting education right now, but also these bigger themes about what you believe and what's true, what's your faith and what's your conviction. And maybe you need to have um, a, a conversation with yourself about things that you thought were true that maybe aren't true after all. Libra. Libra. So couple things. Number one, Scorpio season for you is a season that's about your material stability and your material security, investments, income. What do you value? Even the value that you place upon yourself. Uh, that said, in advance of the lunar eclipse that's on um, November 8th, it's so much about these larger themes about getting your material life in order that lunar eclipse in the eighth can talk about somebody else's money, your partner's money, investments, benefits, wealth, debt, um, estates. I'm a Scorpio, we'll talk about estate planning. Um, but the eighth is also a place that can make us feel really uncomfortable and vulnerable. There's a safety to Scorpio season for you, ironically. But there doesn't feel very safe to, to launch off into Taurus because that means getting into these deep themes that make you feel uncomfortable and vulnerable. And you've heard me say this in previous weeks that a lot of the dynamic this time for Libra is looking at self. How do you define who you are? How do you take yourself seriously, take your talent seriously? And also the ways in which you get in the way of yourself, the dark parts of yourself, the self-destructive parts of yourself. That said, Venus right now, it's your planet, it's in Scorpio. So there's so much about creating material stability. And that means different things to different people, of course, but taking care of the basics, roof over your head, money in the bank, food in the kitchen. Um, but Venus is making a powerful opposition to Uranus this week. And this is a time where some deeper emotional process may be coming up, something that makes you feel unsafe. I mean that in the best possible way. Um, and uh, makes you, you know, see yourself, maybe see some of your deeper psychology or your deeper motivations. This also could talk about intimacy and a relationship and other people. Mars, your relationship planet, just turned retrograde in your ninth. And do, are you and a partner on the same page? Do you believe in the same things? Are you both going the same direction? Or maybe it's about travel and exploration. But that said, it's, it's a powerful week. It's a powerful week to let go and to reform and transform and to reinvent. Scorpio. 
happy birthday, Scorpio. It's your season. It's also eclipse season. So you had that solar eclipse in Scorpio on October 25th, and that kicked off a new time for you. And this is a time that takes you into next April. Um, but that said, especially if your birthday was on the 25th, give or take a day, it's a powerful new year for you. So Mars, your planet, uh, just turned retrograde and it turned retrograde in Gemini and Gemini is your eighth sign. As much as Scorpio loves, and I put that in air quotes, doing like deep, dirty, messy, emotional work. I My joke about Scorpio is that, yeah, it loves to do it, but on its own terms, it doesn't, it doesn't want to lose control. It doesn't want, and, and, and that's something I've been saying over the past couple of years, especially with Uranus in Taurus is that Scorpio can't keep holding on the way that it's been holding on. You, know, you have Uranus saying, open up, let go, change, transform. Scorpio's like, no, I'll, I'll do it when I'm ready. Uranus is like, now. And so maybe with Gemini, you're not Gemini, Mars, your planet in Gemini, you have to get into that deeper heart, the deeper motivations of what has been fueling this need to hold on, maybe this need to keep people out of your life. It could be all that stuff that we say to ourselves, I'm not good enough, dot, 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 um, nobody wants me, dot, you know, we're human beings. So with Mars square Neptune, this time, especially going to January, yeah, two months, it's a spiritual work. So Scorpio, you're doing spiritual work right now. To do spiritual work is to take something that is destructive, that pulls you down, gets in your way, fuels the things in your life that actually you don't want, and to work on it, to refine it, to make it better, purify it. I mean, that in, the, in, in sort of this larger sense, to put light where there has been shadow, and to stop BSing yourself. And I think that that's a lot about that stark realization you know, with Mars and Gemini, you know, Saturn, you know, Saturn is square, Uranus, Saturn's in your fourth right now. So it's so much about these major arcs in your life. And all this is in advance of a lunar eclipse in Scorpio, not Scorpio, lunar eclipse in Taurus in your seventh relationships that's picking up on a story about relationships, new relationships, doing relationships differently that has been with you since May of 2018, March of 2019. So this is the interesting part of the story. Pay attention who is coming in and out of your life right now because it's part of a bigger theme. Sagittarius. So we talked last week that Jupiter, your planet, is back in Pisces. Now it's only in Pisces until I believe it's December 28th. So that's a couple of months. And this is the last time that Jupiter is going to be in Pisces for 11 years. Yes, 11 years. But this is you wrapping up threads from 2021 and even the beginning of 2022. Jupiter was in Pisces. Sorry, Jupiter was in yeah, Jupiter was in Pisces the end of uh, you know December of 2021 into I think it was May 10th of 2022. So you got some unfinished business and maybe you need to wrap something up. Maybe you need to see things from a different perspective. Jupiter's time in Pisces has been about home and family. Maybe you made a big move in 2021. 
maybe it was really about family or you know or some theme about family or the past or tending to your deeper roots so this is a time where your planet jupiter is in water before it was in fire it was in fire from may until just this past week the 28th of october water is about emotional bonds emotional connections feeling memory intuition and that's this phase that you're in over the next couple of months that said mars just turned retrograde in your seventh of relationships your seventh sign of relationships so relationships and people in your connection with people are really highlighted right now and they've been since august and this is going to take you all the way into march of 2023 but mars is retrograde so there's something about needing to connect with people differently interact socialize differently sometimes mars especially when it's prominent like it is right now in the sky for you can be really reactive and maybe you're used to saying things or choosing things and Mars retrograde is saying hey actually maybe you want to do things differently Jupiter is going to actually be dancing around Neptune it's not going to go too far back in the sign but Neptune's been in Pisces since 2012 and maybe this is looking at how these deeper emotional core issues are influencing how you connect to people maybe stuff in the past and memory and family members and how do you do that differently that said um, you've got a bunch of stuff happening in scorpio this week scorpio is your 12th sign um, when, when we're doing a lot of 12th sign work or 12th house work we're not working on our physical lives not working on the physical plane working outside of our physical lives You're like, what are you talking about katie yes you are both physical being and a non-physical being and you have to take care of that side of you you can do it through reflection meditation retreat prayer some people are just like nope i just want to sleep and maybe you are tired because this is the season that comes before your season and you are wrapping up your year your your personal calendar year with the south node in in the 12th this is about a lot of things ending that are actually on a larger let's say karmic level and maybe you're having some realizations this week or maybe you've been having some realizations this week this whole season scorpio season where the things that have been in your blind spot been in your unconscious that maybe are a thread from some time or some place very old but venus which is a health planet mercury relationship planet um, and the sun which is about your sense of belief and truth and meaning and maybe you're getting very existential this week but a lot of things are leaving even if you don't quite see it and maybe this is also good energy if you want to let go of an addiction an addiction a suffering or an attachment capricorn capricorn so now your planet saturn is direct and you're in the home stretch of saturn's time in aquarius and also saturn's time and your second of money and income and the past couple of years have been really about learning about your relationship with the material plane how do you make money um, how do you spend money what do you invest in um, what are the things you want and what are the things that you need in order to be materially secure and maybe you've made investments maybe it's been about looking at income increasing income or making income in a different way that's the thing about saturn square uranus this year and also in 2021 is that you're getting a lot of evolutionary pressure to do things differently 
Capricorn's instinct is to build and construct. Uranus's instinct is to be like, well, but why? why? Why are you building and constructing this? Who for? Why? You know, Capricorn is one of those signs that runs a lot on larger programming. But you have Uranus in your fifth. And Uranus is saying, you, you can build these things, but make sure it's for you. It's coming from a, you know, from what is really truly you as opposed to what is expected of you. That said, Scorpio season is about friends, community, groups, social circle. And with Venus and Mercury and the sun passing through the south node this week, there's something about the past that's coming up. And maybe you need to release something, let go, let go of something so that new something new can come in. But there's this larger theme about self and individuality, self-expression, identity, but also how does that connect to the greater whole? Aquarius, my last fixed sign. Um, Aquarius, uh, you there's been a lot going on right now, Aquarius. So what I've been saying about the fixed signs, and I know that we've been talking about this many weeks, is that there's a lot of energy happening in the fixed signs. And that means that the things that are typically locked down are not so locked down anymore. And so that can be a little bit disconcerting to a fixed sign because you're so used to going here and then that thing is there, except that thing is not there anymore. And one of the places that that might not be there anymore is home family. You've had Uranus in this part of your chart since 2018-2019 and so in 2021 and 2022 it's been a lot of shakeups in home and family. That said it's Scorpio season. This is a season that points you towards career, your place in the world, title after your name, your worldly duties and responsibilities. So this is a time where maybe you know, with that solar eclipse in Scorpio on the 25th of October, it's time for something new in your professional life. Maybe it's been a pivot in your professional life or pivot in your larger direction. That said, the sun, Venus, Mercury, all pass through the south node of the moon this week. What do you need to let go in your professional life, what ambition or goal do you need to let go of in order to maybe align yourself with something better? Because that's a lot of the evolutionary push of these energies right now, especially Venus opposite Uranus this week, is that sometimes we have plans and, the, and they're good plans, but maybe they're not they're good on paper, but not good in reality, or maybe they are good, but there's something better, or maybe they're good, but they're not for us. And so something has to shift this week. And now your planet Saturn is direct, and it's that last stretch of Saturn in Aquarius before Saturn goes into Pisces in March of 2023. That said, Mars is also retrograde in Gemini, and Gemini is your sound of voice and communication. So maybe this is a time for you to exercise a little restraint before you send something, say something. Maybe you need to reflect on, is this the best thing to say? Is this the best choice to make? Because Mars, um, especially Mars retrograde, just you can't be impulsive with communication and, and ideas right now. Finally, Pisces. Pisces, so what's going on? Um, Jupiter, Jupiter is your planet and it's back in Pisces. So. You had Jupiter in Pisces, your sign from May 2021 
until, oh gosh, I can't remember. Because there was that time during the summer of 2020. Oh, so yeah, July, yeah, July 28th. So May 13th, 2021 to July 28th, 2021. Jupiter was in Pisces. It left, it went back into Aquarius, and then it went back into Pisces on December 28th, where it was until May 10th of 2022. Jupiter in Pisces, it was the start of a new cycle for you, a new direction, new time, you know, preparing for a new journey. Jupiter went into Aries in May, and so you were stepping forward into something new. It's about money and income, material stability, material security. But now that Jupiter's back in Pisces until December 28th, 2022, you have to do wrapping up of an old story or loose ends or closing out that chapter or maybe something you started, you need to go back and tweak it a little bit. That said, Mars just turned retrograde in Gemini and Gemini forms the base of your chart. It's home, family, your living situation, your household. And maybe your household is a little noisy at the moment. Maybe uh, family is a little demanding at the moment, or maybe you just have a lot of infantile rage um, because Mars can really press on a lot of emotional buttons right now. But there's something, you know, especially as Mars turning retrograde, that whatever is coming up, whether it's an emotion or whether it's something between you and a family member or you and a member of your household, it actually might be very old. You know, if you're having an argument with somebody, is it really about that thing or is it about something else? I don't know. Take a look. But Mars will be retrograde until January 12th. So something that maybe is beginning around this time, maybe it doesn't get resolution until the beginning of the year. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. That said, Scorpio season for you is a season of travel, exploration, looking towards the world, learning about the world, being curious. Um, but it's also about truth, meaning, beliefs, convictions. And with the Sun and Venus and Mercury, Mercury is a major player in your astrology, passing through the South Node this week, maybe you need to re-examine your beliefs. And maybe those things that you would you know, what do they say? Like the hill that you die on, the things that you will fight for, but maybe for what cause? Maybe it's time to let go. Maybe it's time to let go of something from the past that you've been holding on to that actually isn't supporting you. That said, you know, this is a time for you to look outward into the world, especially in advance of Sagittarius season. Um, it's like you are starting a new chapter in your life, but at the same time, you're going back to something that you started in 2021 and earlier in 2022, and maybe recalibrate because you were choosing things based on old beliefs or old truths, and now it's time for new information, new ideas, and in advance of that lunar eclipse in Taurus, maybe trusting your intuition a lot more. So that is your look at the astrology of October 31st through November 6, 2022. I did this recorded. Thank you so much. You can still put comments in the chat. You can still say hello. Let me know where you're watching from, even if you are watching on Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Um, but what's going to say? So that is your look at the astrology for this week. Um, you can find me online at empoweringastrology.com. I have links in the show notes, including the clip to watch my webinar on the eclipses. And of course, you can still get the full three hour webinar. I miraculously talked for three hours um, and we will 
come back together live next week. So happy Halloween. Enjoy it. Um, and until the next time, take care. Bye-bye.